0: get ready for the world's greatest arsenal podcast welcome to another podcast by guns and yellow ribbons enjoy the show
1: hello welcome back it's season 2022-23 20, uh, we're back on guns and yellow ribbons uh, with my best mucker my guna mate uh Hilsy, and our new um co host alex the danish schooner and we're hoping to be joined by albert from albert jb jtv um shortly uh guys how are you trevor i haven't spoken to you it feels like in an age uh you've had the summer off you've had stuff to do uh and not all of it great but you're back and it's great to see you looking well mate how are you
0: yeah i'm looking forward to doing this tonight fergus i'm all right now mate thank you um the only downside to coming back on it is means I have to speak to you again. But apart from that, I'm looking forward to it because in the main, we talk about the Arsenal, don't we? So, um, looking forward to it because uh, I'm I'm feeling very upbeat about what we've seen and what we, what we might see this season. So, yeah, let's get on and let's talk about our great football club.
1: Brilliant. And Alex, i um you had the pleasure or displeasure of uh, spending some time in club uh, in my local pub uh, meeting the wife uh, yeah. we we spent the weekend around the Emirates cup up uh, in in london and in essex uh, how
2: are you Does it, it feels like only yesterday <laughs> yeah i'm i'm great mate i really enjoyed um, getting the ketin treatment um as you say we we had good fun even though it was only a couple of days um really enjoyed it um yeah I'm I'm very good and as as Trev said I'm very upbeat at the moment, um, positive, optimistic about the new season. What we've seen so far, so yeah, okay,
1: brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Trev, you, you say you're upbeat and optimistic about the new season. Uh, was that because of what you saw on like the US tour and the 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 Bradford, uh, uh, not Bradford, uh, the, the Nuremberg um, uh the Nuremberg matches? W- was it that, or was it like leading on into the Palace? What w- what's giving you that optimism?
0: Firstly, that Alex worries me greatly when he says he got the Keating treatment. Um, I'm glad <laughs> we need to know more about that.
1: Um, it doesn't translate very well, does it? <laughs>
2: well, the
0: season, it's the accent, mate. It's a multitude of things, isn't it? And when you join them all together, you come up with a load of positive thoughts, or you should do. You know, the pre season looks okay, looks look, look smart. The signings we've made, I think, if you look at the end of last season take out Alfamiyang and Lacazette and, and we didn't have a lot of premier league older heads in the side we've sold we've we've bought a couple of premier league older heads but they're still young players you know so so i can't fault that um and and the way we played i know we're going to talk about it in a minute we'll take pre-season out of it but you know we, we the way we played against palace thinking about last season fergus when me and you stood in that brand new ground at brentford and and watched the biggest load of dross I've ever seen in my life. No one really knew what we were going to do when push came to shove and it got a bit competitive. And I was over the moon with what I saw. I know we're going to talk about Palace, so I won't talk anymore. But it's a multitude of things, Fergus, topped off by the performance at Palace, which I thought was really, really good.
1: Alex, um, Nuremberg, Jesus' uh, uh, Jesus, uh, uh, debut, and then the US Tour, and then the Emirates Cup. Uh, Like we saw uh, at the Emirates Cup, I started off saying to you, I said, look, I think, you know, top three, top four is a possibility. But as we saw them break down Sevilla, uh, it may have been the the fine wine and the the club hospitality. But I thought, hang on a second. You know, with a bit of luck, um, we could actually be pushing forward. What did you think of our our debutants' uh, performances in that pre-season? I don't want to concentrate on pre-season
2: too much, but it's just like giving the flavour as we're coming back. Yeah, I think all Arsenal fans were very excited when we I mean, got to see our new signings, especially Jesus. Um and he he just got on with the team and sort of fitted in immediately. Um and I think yeah, Nuremberg he scored was it two or three minutes after he came on after half time. Um and it was just such a different preseason to what we had last year, where we went up to Scotland and lost against Tibernian and we had the mind series where we played against Tottenham and Chelsea as well. Lost both of both of these games straight before uh, playing Brentford. So uh, just a very different preseason this year. And um, it just brings optimism and a good, good vibe around the the squad and the team towards the new season. And um, yeah,
1: and uh, finally, before we get into the, the Palace game, Trevor's uh, experienced it a few more times. It was my first experience of uh, the club experience. I, personally, I wouldn't want to see sit there every day the, uh, of the season um, because it's a little bit more sterile. But for uh, a pre-season or for a Carling Cup game, Trevor's got to be the place to go to, isn't it? it it's it's far more civilised.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. I look at it from a different perspective, Fergus. Ferguson, that... Uh someone of my age, which is it's partly the reason I've not been going recently, someone of my age, I, I, you know, you have your health issues, you have your problems. And as much as I enjoy standing amongst the youngsters and bouncing up and down and limbs going everywhere, if I'm honest with myself, I can't do it all the time, Fergus. So that that's, that's what club level means to me. It is a bit more relaxed. It's a bit more laid back. Costs you a hell of a lot more money to go up there. Um, but, you know, they fill it, so it's got a need and it's, it's horses for courses, you know?
1: Hmm. hmm. Well, in perfect time, and just before we get into uh, looking at the Palace game, Albert, welcome welcome back. Happy new season. How are you?
3: Uh, no, thanks. thanks for having me on, man. Love coming on here, as you know, man. Good to see you and Trez, even though Trez has gone out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: he, he's got Nancy to deal with.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Albert, on. it wasn't you, man. I was just killing the dog. Look, <laughs> no, I wasn't actually. If Heath's watching, I wasn't no, actually. No, he kidding. wasn't. No, oh,
1: no.
0: I felt like No, no, no uh, it's,
3: it's we, we Hang on. go on, Frank, Yeah,
1: we, we just, we just had a quick synopsis of, um, of, of the preseason. Uh, score out of one to 10, uh, your highlights, uh, over the preseason, and
3: then we'll move on. Frank, you know, I, um, I I saw the I saw the game, the friendlies in Germany. I didn't see all the preseason games. I saw the one against Everton and I saw some highlights, the one against Chelsea. Um, I don't get too carried away. You obviously want the boys to play well, like you don't want it to yep. be a total disaster during preseason and the fitness and the rest of it. But um there's a sharpness there, Fergus, man. Um it did adding Zinchenko and um, Jesus, but um there's a score out of 10, did you say? Hmm. Ooh. I'm gonna go for i am I'm gonna go for a solid seven, Fergus, mate. Solid seven. Okay.
1: Okay. I'd I'd probably scored uh, higher than that. I'd probably go about an eight eight and a half, simply because the impact of those new signings, like the way if you look at the Nuremberg one, which is the one that I really looked at the most, and uh, while Jesus and Zinchenko were on the pitch, the way it lifted players like Martinelli, the way it changed the whole tempo and the attitude of the oh. game, and it shows that the experience that they've got been, you know, serial winners at Man City coming here and being the main man. And they just said, this is how we play football. You come up to our level. And Martinelli rose to that level. Saka rose to that level. And other players rose to that level. So, for me, I, I think it was a, an eight. Uh, Alex and, and Trev, Alex first, give you a score out of ten.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I'm close to being on par with Albert as well. But I think I'll probably give it an eight. Um but oh. yeah, they, they just, uh, as you say, they just look sharp, mate. Uh, Sinchenko very. and and Jesus. And one of the things when when new signings come in, I'm sort of, I look at, do I feel comfortable with them being on the ball? And I'm very comfortable, especially with Sinchenko. Um, and then, of course, Jesus as well, the way he leads the press. Uh, we saw it uh, a number of times against Crystal Palace as well, as well the way he presses. Uh, so yeah, I'm very happy with those two and then I'm excited to see uh, Vieira when he's fitting back into the team as well which he should be soon
1: Trev finishing up on um, finishing up on the, um, the the preseason. what do you give it out of 10?
0: Oh 10 because it filled me full oh. of hope it wasn't a preseason that left me wondering too much whether a lot needed doing the preseason filled me full of hope and as an Arsenal fan that's all I asked for I was full of hope for the start of the season. I was on a positive. I was feeling high. I'd listened to people talking. I'd watched the pre-season tour. i have listened to the manager. i have seen the signings and seen the outgoings as well as the incomings. The outgoings are important, you know. And I saw all that and I thought, yeah, I I, I can't see what what else we could have done. I, I would like one more signing, but that's being very picky. I can't see what more we could have done.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree, I agree. Um, listen, uh, Friday night, uh, we started the um started the season off. Uh, Arsenal again chosen to to start the season off on a Friday night. Uh, my wife was away for the weekend. She went on away on a Thursday, so it was a good day out. Let's just put it that way. Um, headed down to Croydon first, met up with some of the guys, uh, and then off to Sellers Park. Sellers Park is um an old ground a bit of a, a bit of a, a hole at times but it it it's still got some, something about it i love the dj booth uh, by the main bar and then you have got the covered area there is talk about extra fans getting in without tickets um I, I know of some that came from the palace side that were arsenal fans and that came across but it did seem particularly packed uh, trev you've been there we've been there last uh, couple of seasons ago it, it how the place gets away with um you know even Fielding a game of football uh, puzzles me at times, but with extra extra crowds in there, it's going to be a bit
0: cramped, don't you think? It's an horrible place. It's an horrible place to go and watch a football man as a match as an away fan. Um, I don't like going there at all. Um, all the extra fans that got in, they were young lads that were desperate to go and watch a game of football. When I was their age, I'd have probably done exactly the same, Fergus. Yeah, exactly yep, the same. Yep, yep. Time to watch my beloved football thing. So you know, I ain't blaming them fans that got in. I'm blaming the clubs that haven't got the control over their entry procedures. If they're not happy, then change them. You know, as a kid, as a kid, I used to go, I used to go down to ivory and I hardly ever paid to get into ivory. I hardly ever. I knew, I knew about six ways of getting into ivory for nothing. Right? I was a young 12, 13, 14, 15 year old with about two pence in my pocket. Of course, I was going to try and get in for nothing. You know. So I don't. I've got no. As a matter of fact, all they're doing is showing their full commitment as supporters of our football club. And if the if the if the grounds can't put procedures in place to stop them getting in, tough cookie.
1: No, I agree. I agree. I, to be honest, uh, the the support. Within And we've got a few videos that we'll show. The support within Sellers Park from the Arsenal fan base was outstanding. Uh, the support for Zinchenko, for Mikel, for Smithrow and, and so on. Let's look at the lineup. So the lineup started off with Ramsdale and Goal. We got White at right-back, and we will talk about Wright in particular. Saliba, his debut in the Premier League. Uh, a lot made about uh, uh, William Saliba and how well he's done in the French League. I've held my 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 counsel on him because I've not seen him play. I saw him play in the Emirates Cup and I thought he was controlled and everything else, uh, but I hadn't seen him play and I didn't get up with the hype. Uh, Gabby was the other centre-back and then Zinchenko made his debut uh, for the first team. And then we had Party and Shaq in the centre. Party did come into some grief for other reasons, which we won't really go into. But then we had Saka, Odegaard, Martinelli and Jesus uh, at, up top. Albert, um how confident were you when you saw that lineup? Is that the strongest lineup that you think we have? Yeah, come off mute, mate.
3: Thanks for telling me, Fergus, mate. A common, <laughs> a common mistake, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you never me doing that. I, I know, I know who it was you, mate. No, so yeah, the same team as it was against Sevilla. I was there, Fergus, and my little nephew, first game at Arsenal, um, showing an interest even at five years old. So it was. Um, Long day with no train to train strikes as well. But what can you do? But no, um, I was pleased with the team, Fergus. Um, in terms of the actual game against Palace, uh, when I sort of looked at the block of five games that we had, obviously kicking off of the Palace game, I'd actually said I actually said we'd get a draw against Palace. Now mm-hmm. that wasn't being negative, I'm just going on what I've seen Arsenal do when we go to Crystal Palace and our record's not fantastic there. Um, so that's what I kind of kind of gave my score prediction. That's the reason why I kind of gave it, but um, I was very, very pleased, Fergus, of the way we started that first half. The majority of it it was sharp, um, it's incise. Um, Alex is touching it in terms of feeling comfortable watching players on the ball, like Zinchenko. He, I think people people have to remember when he was at City Fergus, obviously played at left back, but for the Ukrainian national team, he plays in midfield. So he's very cultured and very comfortable on the ball. You saw the link up play, particularly with him and um, Martinelli, which was very, very good. Um, One thing of me, Fergus, I love football generally, but I I do have a thing for strikers, and I must admit, I was very keen to see that Jesus would play, and obviously what I've seen in the preseason, Sharp was the one word that came into my mind. He does what Yang and Lacazette does. Work rate. He can finish. People can talk about, you know, not being the number one at City, but he can finish. He knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. And you mix that with the fact of his intelligence and bringing other people into the game and like I said, the energy, Fergus, he's brilliant to watch. He just didn't get a goal, which was the only thing. But um, we started that, like I said, he was very sharp in that first half. Um, particularly Martin Elliott, what I want to say Ferg, is is um, one thing I want to see this season from him in particular is what he does in terms of goals returns. That's the key thing for me. Um, we need to share a lot of goals around this team, to be fair. And I think we've actually got the players to do that now with a couple of additions. But for Martin Elliott to get off the strike in particular, for me, was important. Um, and yeah, I was pleased, mate, with what I saw in the first half. To be honest,
1: okay, um, jumped ahead a little, but yeah, no, um, I, I, overall, I was good. To be honest, the, the, the 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 impact I had first at, at the very start was probably more the the, the atmosphere the atmosphere that uh, palace uh, they create a, a very loud noise at the best of time they had um, they had a, a big Tfo that they had up uh, which they had done and then they uh, went on to after that um, raise uh, this <laughs> This ultra style um, sort of uh, you know palace. You're at the palace, and, they, and, and there was a big build up. But Trev, uh, you probably watched it on telly, and you looked. Uh, you probably heard uh, the the Arsenal the Arsenal away contingency. They 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 outsung them. They out. You know the noise was unreal.
0: Yeah, we could hear it. I had no doubt that the Arsenal fans would show up and uh, and be loud. They're, it's, they're just carrying on from last season. I'm so proud of them. Every one of them. Um, just one point we've got to go back to with Terry there. Terry saying about you know about the fans get. I'm sorry to to swerve onto this, Fergus. but yeah, no, no, no. Terry raises, saying it's fine to have another Hillsborough. Terry, you know as well as I do, mate. It's not fine to have another Hillsborough. But what we're saying is fans will try and get into grounds. Yeah, young mm. kids, not the hundreds of thousands like Hillsborough. There'll be people there trying to get into a ground and. You know, it's down to the to the to the to the clubs to put in place actions that stop that happening. You know, the young kids want to watch their football club, and tickets are hard to get to watch Arsenal play away from from the Emirates. They're hard enough to get to play at the Emirates, let alone you know away. And and fans want to watch him. so it's down to the clubs to sort. In my view, right? What was you saying, Fergus? What was you asking me about? Yeah, the it fans, was, just... the fans were really loud at Palace. They were they were good. It's a shame we couldn't see them on the telly because they're the wrong side at Palace to to be on the te- on the telly the away fans. But as as always, mate, they're, and they're 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 an eleven, they're a twelfth player, aren't they? You know the fans, and and we've seen it already on this series we're all watching at the moment about Arteta, and he mentions how the fans play off each other. And I've always said, and you know I have, Fergus. I've always said it's a two way things with fans and players. The, yeah, the fans can lift the players, but the players can also lift the fans, you know. And if that both happens at once, like it did last season, then you get an amazing atmosphere and an amazing support. And that was evident mm. again against Palace on Friday night, unbelievably so.
1: Yeah. Alex, um, what did you make of that first half? Uh, Albert has given a like a rundown of what he meant to the first half. If we look at, say, the first half an hour, because I personally, I felt the first 25, 30 minutes we were all over them and it looked like it could have been three, four, five goals at one point and then the game turned a little bit.
2: Yeah, I should say, we we looked very strong the first 20, 25 minutes um, and we should have scored after, what was it, three minutes where Martinelli scuffed the shot after Jesus went on an incredible run, nutmeg one of the defenders uh, and almost scored himself Um, and yeah, our press was just amazing. Um, Every time Palace got the ball, they couldn't string together two three passes before we we won back the ball um and yeah we yeah amazing 20 30 minutes and also the goal we scored um set piece set piece yeah um like them yeah we like them yeah and they on telly they were filming uh our set piece coach immediately after the goal as well right. Um so yeah again i'm glad we brought him in from city um and uh, you, you could just Alex see the trained set
1: piece you, mean, you mentioned the set pieces. Um, Arteta was asked, asked after the game who was responsible for that, and he said it was one of our set pieces coaching yeah. staff. So that you know, so it, and and it was good that he was recognised for that, don't you think?
2: Yeah, definitely, he should be recognised because he he made an uh, impact last season, especially uh, defending the the set pieces where we didn't really concede any goals from set pieces, and now we and we scored a few as well last season, and now. First game of the season, we score another set piece goal, and it was uh, well worked as well. The set piece, Al- Albert.
1: It was um, Alex just said it was well worked. Uh, Martinelli and Zinchenko had a word with each other just before the set piece was being taken. Zinchenko dropped right back on the outside of the edge of the box. Martinelli was in the middle. The, the ball came in. It broke back out to Zinchenko, who put the ball in. Um, what did you make of the the, the overall uh, uh, Zinchenko uh, influence on? on that um, that set piece.
3: Yeah, like I said, he was he was pretty sharp the first 20 minutes. But um, yeah, it's a very well-worked goal because um, I think even when they were showing it, obviously sort of on um, the TV, how Zaha had a bit of a dilemma with um, Ben White was sort of causing... He was causing a nuisance, but he wasn't actually going to make an effort to try and get into the box. So he's kind of taken Zaha's attention away and that's left Zinchenko completely free. But like even so, Fergus, when the ball comes to him, it's a great header back into the danger area. Like, you, you you, know, you've got a. it's got to be pinpoint, and it was. And there were a few players that actually could have gotten the end of it um, from that head. I think Gabriel was in there. I think Thomas Party was in there. It's just a case of who would get there first. And yeah, yeah brilliant, well worked goal. And like I said, um, Alex is touching it in terms of, is it Nicola? Yo, is it Jovi, Jovi, Is it? Yeah, the, I think it, you're right. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, if we get a few more of them this season, Fergus, man, i will be happy, man. Very, very happy. And
1: not like, not long after that this 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 uh, emerged out of the crowd, and uh, Spando Ballet approved
0: it. Oh, oh,
1: Absolutely oh, yeah. outstanding, and that wrong around. Well, before that was Super Mikateta, which we'll play in a few minutes. But Trev, what did you make of of of, of like we mentioned Martin and He got that goal, but there was a lot of criticism uh, just a few minutes beforehand, which would have been a total, like, almost Wenger ball sort of goal. Which is the ball came out in Jesus and uh, laid off to uh, to. Um, Martinelli and Martinelli just went wider wider the post. And and he came into a lot of stick on Twitter as we know what cesspit that can be.
0: Yeah. Um well, do you know what? After the game, the one of the pundits on Sky said that it was uh watching Arsenal for the first 20 minutes to half an hour was like watching Either City or Liverpool, they were that dominant. And I thought, wow, because they don't like giving us too much credit, no. them pundits on Sky, do they? And it got my attention. I thought, blimey, you know, I thought we played really well the first 20 minutes, half an hour. And uh, that just confirmed it. Um, The set-piece coach has obviously been doing his job last season this season. How many goals did we not only score, but how many goals did we used to give away from set-pieces? Do you remember three or four seasons ago when we were such a tiny side and we gave Mm. away so many headed goals from set-pieces because we just weren't physical enough to, to defend them? And, and that's another thing Arteta said the other night on the show we're all watching. You know, the physicality, skill, height, uh, what's the word? Be, being able to get around the field, there's there's levels, you know. You can't be all small and you can't be all tall. You've got to find a level and and he's done that. We've got Gabriel, Saliba, White, all huge great lads at the back, you know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the set piece, Coach. I'm excited about everything we're doing at the moment. Um. You know, um what was I, I forgot what I was gonna say now see this is what happens when you get old boys, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you forget, I'm here Albert, I mean, I've got it here, mate. I still forget. <laughs> 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 you, get you forget what you're bloody talking about, you know. The dog's not helping because he's biting me bloody leg, but never mind. Um, you know. Oh, here we go. Look, you see? Here we I go, yeah, yeah. You mentioned White just now, right? And I think yes. we're coming on to White, Fergus. Yeah, I'm yes, just yeah, 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 yeah. That boy, you know, that was where I was heading. So I'll stop there. <laughs> no, no, no. To,
1: to be honest, I'll, I'll get Alex's view on Martinelli and the miss and, and finish on, on the first half. And then I'll go to you on Ben White. So, uh, Alex, uh, go on the Martinelli sort of uh, slagging off that he got from missing that ball.
2: Yeah, I think it was important for him to score a goal straight after, uh, to boost his confidence as well, because, as you say, people go nuts on Twitter after such a miss like that. Um, and yeah, as, as Trev said, I think the pundits said it as well, it was important to uh, boost his confidence after such a big miss. Uh, and I'm happy for him to, uh, that he got his uh, season started with a goal. Because I think he'll be important for us contributing with goals. Yeah. Mm, mm.
1: So Trev um, Ben White was played Mm -hmm. at right back, and to be honest, at at times it was him and Zinchenko were almost played as uh, right wing backs, and we dropped into a three at at points. I I was looking because he had Saliba. uh, uh, It it just felt that sometimes you know that the formation was a bit more fluid. He he came into quite a lot of stick, but he made eight tackles against Crystal Palace that night. Uh, the most tackles any Arsenal player has made in the Premier League over the last three years, since uh, the outgoing Lucas Torreira made nine against Chelsea uh, in twenty nineteen, uh, January twenty nineteen. Ben
0: White, I I, I couldn't criticise him. Look look Ferg, right? You you hit the nail on the head, mate, just now when you said. Arsenal Twitter can be a horrible place to be, right? It's getting, they're getting fewer and fewer. I've seen much more positivity over the lot since the start of the season, the pre-season. But we do, unfortunately, still have Arsenal fans that will say, we had a great game. The team played well. These players played really well. We've oh. won. And then they've got to put a butt on the end. They can't just leave it at that and be a great fan or be a positive fan. They've always got to find a butt, right? Now, the two bucks from the weekend that I can remember, you boys can correct me, they had a go at White and they had a go at Odegaard, right?
3: Yes, yes.
0: Ben
2: White. Yeah, 100%.
0: Ben White had a fantastic game of football against Palace, right? He's playing at right back, he's out of position. And he's playing against one of the best, the best left-sided players in the country, right? A player that loads of clubs would go for, a player that just scares me with his eyes. If you see Zaha's eyes, man, they scare me. Well, I'll just walk off and say, Carry on, mate, you can have the ball, you know? But on a serious note, you know, and when it showed it was after half time, right? We're playing around Crystal Palace, who so ain't a bad side, right? We're, we're winning at half time, 1 0, right? And so you know that the start of the second half, Vieira is going to give them the full treatment in the dressing room. They're the home side. They're going to come out and they're going to play football and they're going to try and turn us over. And we've got 15, 20 minutes where we're going to have our backs to the wall, right? This is where we used to foul at the Arsenal. This is where we used to capitulate. I didn't see that on Friday night. I saw a defence that stood up, backs to the wall. Ben White chased Zaha up and down that line and kept him out of the game. And when Ben White did miss him once, I think it was, was it? it Saliba, uh,
1: Saliba covered him.
0: Saliba went across and put in a blinding Mm -hmm. tackle, you know. So there are no negatives for me. No, we we have moments, we have periods in football games, full stop, where we are, we have our backs to the wall, right? Every game of football, you can win a game of football seven or eight nil, but there will still be a period in that game where you have to defend for a while, right? And and that defines your team. That's where we fell down. That's where we capitulated. We've had no physicality, no strength, no bottle up until the last year or two. But now, they're, they're the defining parts of the game. We, we stood up against that attack for 20 minutes and, and and we played it away. We played it off the park, and, and I got nothing but credit for, for all of our defence, all, all of our team, actually.
1: Mm, no, no, no. Listen, um, I, I agree. Uh, like people were talking about, as you say, you could win a game 6-7-0, and there will be errors. Uh, there was a couple of errors made by Aaron Ramsdale, um, yeah, Albert. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, you know, people were slating into him. But, listen, when a goalkeeper makes an error, it stands out an awful lot more than when a, a centre-mid makes, makes an error because there's somebody else to pick it up for him. Like, we talked about Ben White lost the ball. Saliba goes in covers for him. There's nobody who can cover for a keeper. But Ben White done what he needed to do on those two occasions, one just before halftime and one just after halftime, where he made some two great saves the distribution error mm, okay yeah that was that was probably a head fart as I say or whatever a brain fart uh, I expect mm. but 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 uh, what 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 did you um what did you make of like Aaron Ramsey uh, Ramsey and, and and that on there what did, what did you make over all of his performance
0: Aaron Ramsey Ram- Aaron Ramsey I'm, I'm, Aaron Ramsey like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey. he scored a
2: good goal this weekend
1: <laughs> yeah and who died yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: first, can I can I talk about Ben White? But I'll come. I'll talk yeah, about... Yes. Please, 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 yeah, yes, please, 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 please. Yeah, sorry, um, I lost Ramsdell, my train as well. No, so. That's all right. That's all right. Ramsdale. Um, it was a mixed bag, and it wasn't. But he, the two key key moments, he came up good. But yeah, listen, we know he's just like, like, To be fair, when he hit that 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 pass of the first half of Zinchenko. flip Oh, what 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 a pass! But um, yeah, he had one them games, Fergus. Man, like he's just he had a few of them last season where people talking about the concentration, is he Is he, he sort of, is he kind of getting not too big for his boots, I don't know if that's the right term, but just just your concentration for me in it, that's the main thing, but when well, it when it gets it, a bit overexcited. It, that's the that's the one, yeah, yeah, but um, he needs to calm that down, because the defence are calm, you don't, as a goalkeeper, you, you've got it set in terms of what you've got in front of you, you know, mm-hmm. that they, there should be a trust in terms of how the defence works and the partnerships that are built up, so with Ramsdale we had one of them games, but hopefully he doesn't have too many more of them like throughout the season. But yeah, he made two big saves. But as for Ben White, um I'm Trevor's touching around. I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought up Ben White because this this is a, this seems to be an ongoing conversation with him. And I asked her around and say, Fergus, I'm not being funny, right? The guy's been here what a calendar year, maybe at Arsenal. Yeah. yeah. He's not he's not been a defensive problem at this club for a number of years. I know what it partly is is the whole Saliba thing and why is he out on loan and but you to me you can't use that against Ben White, they're both Arsenal players. Like, what's the problem? I'm glad to see Saliba back at the club, but the Ben White thing is it's I think it's always going to be there, Fergus. Not with 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 sections of Arsenal fans. Let me get the key word sections, where just get over yourself. He played well against one of like one of the most dangerous sort of left sided players in the league and yet you still find fault fault to moan why are you moaning we kept a clean sheet and he was part of that with the rest of the defensive unit i don't i don't i i I get why people do it but they're both our players it's not either or support them like i said ben white is new he's not he's not part of the establishment as such as many terrible defenders you've had before in the past like give the the whole team
1: the whole team team is new albert yeah exactly
3: Yeah, yeah. Give, give the guy a break. He, he, didn't, he didn't ask to be signed for £50 million. Pounds. Is he a £50 million pound player? No. Is Harry Maguire an 8 million pound player? No. The, the, you pay over the odds. But my point is, for just to finish up, they're both our players. Get behind them. Stop the Eva Raw narratives, Saliba, Ben White. Enjoy both of them. Because you know what? Mm. They'll give us more pleasure and clean sheets than we probably would have had for any Arsenal team over the years. So Arsenal fans, please, just relax a little bit.
0: Well said, Mike. Listen, this
3: this, 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 well,
1: son, this is the uh, the team like that we lost three nil to uh, last season. Uh, we've gone there one nil. They're um, a good team. They, sc- they, they exactly. schooled us. Uh, Vieira disciplines them. The grounding was in there from Roy Hodgson, and and you know Vieira has just like cooked that a little bit more and just added a little tweak here and there. Um
2: did you have Joachim Anderson is that you've mentioned in your yeah. notes here? Yeah, uh, the Danish guy. I think mm. um he was definitely one of the best players for Palace. Um mm. Joachim Anderson. Um my my fellow countryman. <laughs> I love him as you, as you might can tell. Um but yeah, I think um he did very well switching the play from uh, from the right of the defense over to Saha on the left. Um, and I, I was, I was actually quite worried about Ben White because he did pick up a yellow card. Um, mm. p- p- I can't remember when it was, but it w- it was pretty early in the game. Mm. Um, so I was actually quite worried, uh, but he, he, he just put in a mature performance and he, he never got close to, I mean, getting sent off or anything, but he just, yeah, he did very well and cope with Saha, uh, and we yeah because we got to give credit to palace they played well and in the second half they had uh 68 possession um but when you look at the stats they only had one shot on goal and that was when saha put uh what's his name essie threw on goal and ramsdale came up with a good save um so i think we coped very well with the second half because yeah they had they didn't have a lot of possession but they ne- never really got close to scoring apart from that um save from ramsdale on Essie.
1: Um, second half then. So uh, I want to go and look at the second half performance. I thought Palace came out second half. They bullied us a little bit more. Um, you could see the fatigue that was setting in on both sides uh, for like an early Premier League game. I also think that... Um, the early start of the Premier League and the very short summer break has had an impact on them as well. The, the miles that people have flown around the world and so on. Um, another guy who came into a lot of criticism in the first half, uh, second, sorry, in the second half, was uh, Martin Odegaard, uh, captain of Norway. Our captain now, uh, he ran more minutes in the night, uh, more mile uh, kilometers, twelve point two, just over twelve k in ninety minutes. Um, and a twelve point two five, I think, it was against Palace. Sorry, you sent me that um, tweet very last minute, Alex. But um, I, yes, I was frustrated when I was in the stands when I saw him take that extra touch, pass, back heel. It, it is frustrating, but and people seem to have focused on that, Trevor. They seem to have focused on that more than absolutely anything else than the rest of the good work he'd done throughout the game
0: yeah they did indeed Fergus they did mate let's get it right I've seen Odegaard have better games for Arsenal than he did against Palace and he should undoubtedly have had a a shot at goal when he had that opportunity but um he didn't have a bad game he still put himself about he's you know and he it was his first game as captain of our club. So, you got, you got to allow for a bit of nerves there as well. I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying what happened and, and, and where he was. So, yeah, we do. I do hope to see him play better football. But I didn't think he was worth some of the talk that was going on social media about him. Not a chance. You know, he, he didn't have his best game, but he didn't have a bad game. He was there. He was catching. And, uh, and for me, he didn't do bad at all.
1: mm, yeah. Albert but, oh, Alex gone yep
2: yeah i just wanted to ask chef like without criticizing odegaard or anything do you think it's fair enough like f- from fans to demand uh sort of more end product from odegaard cuz he doesn't really score too many goals uh and he doesn't really have too much end product when you look at his stats from last season as well
0: yeah it, if we're talking about just this season, Alex, and no, they've got no no right to to call any of our players out for anything because we played one league game. Over the course of last season, I thought Odegaard was worth his place on the pitch, regardless of the goals he scored. The fact that Odegaard's goal scoring was questioned, as indeed was Smith, Rose, and Sackers at the end of the season. The reason we they we were crying out for for those three to score more goals at the end of last season wasn't therefore. It was because we had two strikers in a team that Mm. couldn't hit a barn door. And so, of course, the the strikers are not scoring goals. So the fans are saying, right, hang on, Odegaard, Saka, Smith-Rowe, you should be scoring more goals. Well, maybe they should, maybe they shouldn't. But that wasn't the problem. The problem was we had strikers not scoring goals and not scoring any goals. You know what I mean? Not getting a few. We had a long period where it was terrible and That's he does it was,
2: he does more than that as well Odegaard don't you think like he, he makes the team tick he he picks out the right passes and as we saw he he runs the most out of any on the team as well so we've got to remember that as well when people slander him like he does more than than that
1: yeah, I agree. I agree on Odegaard. And, you know, there was talk, I know this comment was an earlier comment about a different topic we're talking about, but I have seen, it said, the same thing about um, that particular pass, that if Smith-Rowe was on the pitch, well, he wasn't even on the bench, so it's irrelevant, but Smith-Rowe buries that. Well, yeah, Smith-Rowe was probably doesn't, doesn't, he plays a similar role. But Albert, your thoughts, who would you rather have in that lineup on that day uh, and your thoughts about the criticism over Odegaard?
0: Um,
3: you know that comment that was up, Fergus? Was that... was that the, I think that might have been...
2: Martinelli miss. Martin so. Martinelli chance Martinelli miss. It, it, might, it, it might was. Been, but, yeah, but, but, it, been, yeah. it
3: was the
1: Martinelli miss, but I've also read on plenty of WhatsApp, Twitter and everything else that yeah. everyone said that oh, oh, um, ESR scores that uh, Odegaard miss. Um,
3: not, not necessarily. No, no I, I don't really agree with that personally. No, um, who, who, we're never going to know. Are we? Mm. So it's, yep. it's like yeah, um the Erdegaard thing, um Fergus, is one one thing with me with him, Martin Erdegaard is firstly he does he as mentioned this last year, he does a lot of brilliant work off the ball. You know, Bernardo Silver Man City does he's a talented player, but he does a lot of work off the ball, and that shouldn't go unnoticed. So let me just say that. Um, as for the criticism of Erdegaard, um as sort of you guys have mentioned, Palace are no mugs, man. They're not just going to let him have five, 10-yard spaces so they can orchestrate play and put in Jesus. They're going to, you know, they're going to stick it on him, Trev and, and, and Fergus. We did the same. We kept Eberi Eze very quiet. He's a very, very good player, but we kept him quiet. Um, but with Erdogan, what I do want to see from him, and he, to be fair, when we played the preseason game against, um, the one he scored against Chelsea, I think it was, in yes, that situation yeah. where he was in, he would normally pass that. So when he took the shot and scored, I said, that's what I want to see more. You yeah. you you can get into those positions. You should get into positions a lot more and you should take on the shot a lot more. I get the frustrations of Arsenal fans that saw that chance and, and thought he should have done better, but there's a difference in being critical with him not doing better in that chance and just completely styling his performance completely. Those are two completely different things. Absolutely. And people have to remember... You know, there was there were gonna be periods, um Fergus, where we wasn't gonna have the ball, particularly in that second half, because you know we're one nil up and Palace are gonna come into the game. So it's gonna be difficult for our offensive players. There were times, don't get me wrong, where, where it would be the likes of Erdegaard or or, or Saka, where we should have kept the ball a little bit better. Um, a lot better actually in the second half, a bit more composure. But yeah, the Erdegaard thing, um That's been going really, to be honest, from probably last season, to be honest with you. Some Arsenal fans just will not have him. I I can't.
1: Yeah. Listen, there's probably one or two players in our squad list that I would probably say I couldn't have. um, But he wouldn't be in that list. Uh, And to be honest, I'm not even going to name them on here because while they're wearing an Arsenal shirt... I support them. So that that's my view. There's a player that um be, actually no, let's let's just finish off on this game first because um the substitutions made a huge impact. So um uh Jesus came off and Eddie came on. Uh, there was a couple of other substitutions that were made. Sinchenko and came, Sinchenko came off. Tierney. Came on. And Tierney yeah, came. Yeah, for Tierney. On. Yeah. So it was it was really good to see Tierney come back on and get 20 minutes. Uh the, the, okay, so two questions. Um, Alex, since you you piped up first, I'll come to you first. Um, Tierney uh, or Zinchenko, who's first on the team sheet? And then what were your thoughts of the impact that Eddie has? And do you think he's going from strength to strength or do you think he's probably at his level
2: now? So firstly, Zinchenko or Tierney, um, I think it's a difficult one because I'd actually like to see them play both on the field at the same time. so, Tierney playing at left back and then Sinchenko playing uh, Shaka's role. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see that maybe in, in the coming games when Tierney's fit to start uh, from the beginning of the game. Uh, but I think, like in the moment, I think Sinchenko's done nothing wrong to see him lose his place in the starting 11. Um, and he played, played brilliantly uh, against Palace. And secondly, about the substitutions, I think I was like, I wanted him to to do his substitutions a bit earlier than he did because it was, he waited until the 83rd minute before he did his first substitutions. Um, And we were sort of just kicking the ball away, standing very far back and defending. As I said, they had 68% possession in the second half. So I think we needed sort of to do our substitutions maybe a bit earlier but when they came on um, especially Eddie um, made a huge impact in Tierney as well uh, they were both uh, like heavily involved in the second goal it was a long ball up which Tierney took down and um, and it built on from there and then of course Eddie passed it out to to Saka and coming from what you were saying I think he is going from strength to strength um, he looked sharp in pre-season, Eddie, um, and yeah, hopefully he can just keep it going, um, and hopefully he will score a score soon as well.
3: Albert, Same um, yeah, yeah, it's a it's, it's it is a very good question. Um, I think what you could say is it's tough for Tierney because it's not just an injury problem at Arsenal; he's had it through his career. Um, Correct. And when he's fit and he's on it, he's he's brilliant. Um, and defensively, um, he would get the nod over Zinchenko all day. And I, and I don't say that in a disrespectful way. I just think in the second half against Palace especially, I don't know what you guys thought. I thought um, defensively, Zinchenko struggled a little bit in the second half, um, okay. where Tierney might not have been... It might not have been the case if it was Tierney. But what I think it does do in in sort of the long term is that we moaned about squad depth last season. We now have options in that area, um, which is very, very important. It was it's a luxury that, problem. Yeah, yeah. It's it's clear that Tavares was not going to be the option and, and, and the back. I, I no, no offense, but it's a good thing. He's gone out on loan for me personally, um, just to, just more development, the most basic things. But um, yeah, Ferg, um, it's a tough one because um, you wouldn't take Zinchenko out. He, he brings a lot of quality to that team. Um, not just. Not
1: I, just I, I I probably think if, uh, if Tierney's fit, and and there was a good comment on here. I don't know if they would actually. Oh, hang on one second. Um, it's about um, management of his fitness. You know, we got thirty eight games in the in the Premier League, him, uh, You know, every other game, home games, keep him out of the Euros, keep him out of the cup games until we get to the latter stages. Because um, other people have said in here, uh, Tierney is a better defender. You know, so um, and I think, yeah. yeah. So, so what you could have, if fit and available, you play a tyranny, and then you can rotate other players on the pitch, which is Inchenko. Uh, you'll have Shaka, hopefully Tillemans as well, or maybe Shaka is going to move on. We don't know. That's that's a, the next four, three, four weeks playing out. We don't know what's going to happen there. Um, uh, Trev, your thoughts on 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 those players and Eddie, and 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 talk to me about the Saka goal as well.
0: I think that Tierney and Zinchenko play a lot of games in the same side this year. I think mm. that uh, Zinchenko will probably be needed in mid- midfield at times if Party gets injured and Xhaka gets the odd red card. Um, <laughs> <so> I, I, <laughs> the, the biggest worry for me out of that is that a, a, a fully fit Kieran Tierney is a massive asset to our football club. <sighs> massive. And he's due a season of fitness, he, you know. I know it's unlikely because, as Albert rightly said, he's carried injuries all his life, all his football career. You know, so, but I, I'm I'm hoping that we get more football out of him this year, and that that opens up a whole new aspect for Zinchenko to be moved up the field or or, or covering midfield. I thought Eddie looked a different player when he come on to anything I've ever seen before. To be honest, he, I think possibly f- I was thinking about it the other day actually with Eddie because. I've never really rated Eddie Eddie and Ketia. You know me, I don't go in heavy on any Arsenal players at all, you know. But I've always thought there was better to come. And I'm wondering if he's got this new contract now from Mikel Arteta and Eddie's thought, oh actually the boss does like me. He's giving me a new contract. You know, he didn't have to do that. He could have got rid of me. But he's giving a new contract and, and and he's upped his game and he looked really sharp. He looks a bit bigger as well, maybe. I thought he looks a bit he bulky. does look
1: like he's bulked up, yeah. Definitely yeah, he looks a up, bit yeah.
0: bulkier, which is which I think is is what he's needed because he comes up against some big, horrible defenders, and and overall, I'm I'm not unhappy about anything that I saw or anything that I'm I'm worried. I'm not worried about anything. I'd love I'd love to see an option of a great big lump of a striker, a Giroud maybe, you know that style, that ilk. That would there's not going You said that all summer. Is always an option, um, but yeah, I, I I I'm I'm really not worried about what I'm seeing. I'm really not worried about who the players we've got. I'm really not worried about what I'm seeing. I, lovely to see. Oh, I keep going on about this, this show we're watching on the telly. Third time I've mentioned it now, but it's really important, you know, because as Arsenal fans, we should watch it and learn a bit, you know. And what? I, and it'd be interesting to get your thoughts, Fergus, and, and you two lads. I'm picking up that, uh, in particular, Bukayo Saka absolutely loves Arsenal Football Club. Oh, Absolutely yeah. loves Arsenal Football Club. Made me feel uh, a little more comfortable about about what goes on, you know. So
1: I'm but, happy. But to Trev, do, that. do you not see him sitting there, and he looks like every word that Arteta says to him, any any word to the other Spanish like lifestyle guru head coach is talking to him. He's just sucking everything in. He's wanting to improve. And I, I, I there's some there's some cheesy bits. Yeah, there's the. The, the, you know, the, I had a heart attack and, heart, you know, some, some of the the, the the bits that have been done, released on Twitter and talk, uh, talk sport have been a little bit cheesy. But when you see them in context in the overall programme, I just think it's great. I think I, I like the modern style of management and man management that uh, Arteta has, the way he'll take time to sit and talk to them and try and deal with them individually. And we're going to talk about Nuno in a few minutes because um, oh, Alex good. is going to do... I've
0: I've not batted in, have I? I've not batted in, but it wouldn't be normal if I didn't butt in once, would it? It wouldn't be (laughs) right, right? It wouldn't be normal.
1: He's back. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Here we go.
0: This is how much you take account of what you hear on the telly, right? My my friend John Williamson, Arsenal fan John Williamson, he put a post on Twitter today, and it did make me giggle. He said that Sky TV have got a a fouled ex-Billeric town manager trying to tell Man United what they're doing wrong on the telly. That's how low they stoop on, on, on the TV. That's the little they know. The bloke couldn't manage Billy Ricky Town. He got, off, he, he got a sack from there. And yet they've got him on the telly as an expert, telling Man United how to run their show. No good. Ralph well, sharp now.
1: Yeah. Now I, I, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to tomorrow and the next three, uh, next three um, drops, and then the final two, uh, the following Thursday. Listen, just finishing off that goal, uh, that game. It was um, a two nil victory. Looking at the stats, um, it was uh, you know fifty six percent possession by Crystal Palace, forty four equal uh, uh, shots on target and equal shots off target. Um, set pieces, as we said, we had more set pieces and we were fouled quite heavily and at most of that in the second half. Um, one person you made his debut, uh, which we'll talk about, um, is William Saliba. I'd like to have a little bit of discussion, about a few minutes on that, and then we'll touch briefly on the, um, the Leicester game. And then I want to, Alex is going to pick up a thing and he's been watching some of the lone knees and, and stuff like that. But before we do that, look, this is what the Arsenal Massive did right throughout this game. First of all, um, when the game finished, the first man to walk over... Um, Mickey Arteta as always made the well he doesn't make the players uh, come to us uh, as away fans who've made the effort uh, and, and been lucky enough to get tickets um, he applauds us and the, the rest of the team come with us there's no showmanship of like you know Klopp sort of you know wavy hands around and running up and down like you won the champions league and you've just beaten brighton or something like that and the crowd sang his name throughout but also uh, what everybody was impressed and everybody was talking about including myself and we've talked on whatsapp was about um uh william saliba player of the year in france young player of the year in france um many people talked very very highly of him whether they had watched all the games in france i don't know mm. i didn't so i didn't have a view or a comment on him um I saw him in pre-season uh, at the Emirates Cup. He fluffed his lines, but yet again, he recovered himself really, really well, really composed. He's very, uh, the word I'm trying to think of is slow, but it's not the right word. He's very measured in how he does everything. Yeah. Um, and he's very intelligent. We talked about Ben White earlier, and we uh, said where Ben White nearly dropped one, he's there to cover his back. Albert, what was your thoughts on William Saliba before and now?
3: Ah, oh, what a question. Looking forward to this one, man. Um, <laughs> you know what? I saw I didn't see loads of I watched some of him play, some of his games last season is at Marseille. Um, first thing, very accomplished. He's one of them defenders that you'll very rarely, rarely see go to ground. There's not many defenders like it, but you 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 can see that. Um, but again, that doesn't mean you don't have defensive responsibilities and to and to, to win crunching tackles and Interceptions and the rest of it, but also, I was impressed with what I saw in Marseille. Um, he's one player I was looking forward to seeing play this season when we we finally got the kind of save, you know, for him to come out and say, you know what, I'm coming back to Arsenal, you know, for this new season. It, It was all the speculation was done then. So, I see him play obviously in some of the pre season games again. I was impressed with what I saw. Got to see him in the flesh at the Emirates Cup game in Sevilla. Like you said, got himself into a pickle, but he got himself out of it. Don't know how he done it. Still don't know how he done it, but he did it anyway. Um, it it it's just, and again, I think the best way I can dis- the best way I can sort of describe it, um guys, is Jamie Carragher was waxing lyrical about him. I, I, I was I wasn't not that I was surprised that he was, but he could he couldn't believe sort of. I think it's that thing, Fergus, when you see somebody in the flesh play, despite yes. what you've heard about on Twitter and youtube videos and other fans telling you when you watch the guy with your own set of eyes you think you know what we do have an exceptional talented footballer here and we only paid what under 30 million quid for him yeah um, seven yeah. yeah yeah so yeah I'm, I'm impressed with what i've seen and he done a brilliant tackle i think it was in the it's in the second half he, he did go to ground and he won the ball i think it was off Eze. it might have been i can't remember but um I'm very excited to see what he does this season and how he sort of integrates in terms of the partnership with Gabriel or Ben White or the entire defensive unit. Again, it's relationship building and he's only going to be an asset. And listen, we've got a seriously talented player on our hands.
1: Trevor, at what point do we start getting excited about um, uh, Saliba? Everything that Albert has said is correct. Uh, The guy looks like a serious talent, uh, but we've seen him him play one game.
0: Is it though? Is it right what Albert says? I mean, there's a lot of hype going on there. I, you know, no, not really. That, I think. No, no, that's, no.
1: But that, that's what, I'm, that, that's what is, I'm trying to get at, Trev. It, yeah. it, is it hype? Is it, you know, do we have to wait? Like, it, everyone's going to, we're top of the league, uh, which we uh, ironically were singing when we were like, you know, 2 <laughs> nil up. But, Look, you know, realistically, you don't know where anybody in the league is until 10 games in.
0: Fergus, listen, let me, let me just give you a tip, son. When you ask a question, right? You have to stop talking and take a breath, so anyone else can talk when you ask the question. Sorry, my glasses you know, my glasses you can't are slipping. Be rattling on, because then no one can get a, a word in, and you will pass out through lack of oxygen. I, <laughs> I'll
1: just, i just look at some Ruth Beck and Arsene Wenger and you know, Del. De Arch, yeah, yeah, you carry on.
0: Anyway, he asked me about William Saliba, right? And and the thing is, right, when you're in the Grant, I've said this before. TV fans are proper fans. This season, I'm going to be a TV fan a lot of the time, right? We're, we're, we're They're proper fans. But you, what you don't see on TV is you don't get the perspective of yeah. watching a player play off the ball and move off the ball and how he works to fill space and and take position, you know? And for, I've asked a few of my mates about this, about Saliba on Friday, and they said he, was, he, he did all of that and he did it well. And he did it with a very old head on some very young shoulders, you know? So... I, I'm very, like all of us, very excited about, about young Mr Saliba. Um, He's been out on loan for two or three seasons. Yeah. Now we can all look at it and say, he probably wanted, needed to be on loan for two or three seasons because look what we've got back. Look it was clear from his first game in the Premier League. How old is he? 21? Is he 21? 21. Yeah. 21.
2: 21
0: yeah. First game in the Premier League. It's an away game. At Palace and, and, and as as Albert Riley said earlier, that Eze bloke, I'll rate him. God, he mm. he can move with a ball, that boy. And he never got a look in. He mm. never got a look in all night, you know. So I'm very excited about William Saliba since you asked the question, Fergus, and you eventually let me talk. I'm very <laughs> excited about William Saliba. Um, I want to see him in the side, and and I love the fact, I love the fact that with Saliba, White, and Gabriel, and even holding to come in. Lots of people call holding, but I've always said he's done all right for us. So with them four, we can we can even switch to a back five whenever really we fun. want to go yeah. to back five. Because we've got we've got Zinchenko, we've got Tierney, you know, and we've got Tommy Yasser, and we've got White can play on the right. You know, it be be excited, Arsenal fans. Be excited. Stop all this tr- giving a butt at the end of something and trying to find a fault. Every team in the league has a fault or two. City, Liverpool, they all have a fault or two. Tottenham have 11 of faults, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But stop it, Arsenal. Enjoy it. We've waited so long for this, right? We waited so long to to have a side that we can start the season off being really doing really well. And let's hope. And I would say it's likely more than possible that that was the first of five wins on the bounce. Honestly, we are a good football side and we have a fine young manager. I'm, I'm buzzing, I'm over the moon, and Saliba just raised me a notch watching him. I'm so mm. excited.
2: Guys, did you, hear his, did you hear his interview after the game as well? Yeah, he, sound, yeah. he sounds like he eats kids for breakfast. His voice is incredible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alex, uh, besides his voice, um, yeah, his performance...
3: Point. Good point. Performance Every- and
1: what do we offer them an extension? Uh, uh, see the, what people don't know is uh, Arsenal transformed. There is a group going on, and uh, myself and Kai, we, we're we're really good mates, but uh, we've had a little bit of a battle over. He put up uh, two pictures of Ben White and uh, Saliba um, up on, and no context. And there's been a little bit of a sniping going on, but uh, I just came along and said stop, drop the agenda. But I do agree. Do we need to give them? an extension uh, on that contract. And when uh, like, I asked Trevor, we, he never answered the question, how many games do we have to give it? He had a dig at me. Uh, how many games do we have to
2: give it before uh, we can say we have got a player on our hands? I don't think I have any doubt about saying we've got a like very good player on our hands. And I think we should tie him down for a five, six year contract as soon as possible. Because I think now he's got two years left right now tough yeah 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 yeah. so we i mean we should definitely give him a couple of more years now because um i think by the end of this season if he's if he's only got one year left the big teams are Mm. they're gonna come in and they they'll want him next season so i think we should we we should like tie him down for a long five six year contract he looks generational he's i'm over the moon with him
0: Mm. alex alex yeah, we yeah. are a big team, young man. We are the Arsenal other big, big
2: teams. teams. Uh, I'm not yeah. saying we're not a big team, but uh, other big teams. Alex, okay, Alex, I'll I know it was, English isn't
1: your first language. Other Sorry, teams, mate. other <laughs> teams, yeah. Other, it was a scat, it was a scandy, scandy, scandy. It's, thing, it's, right? mate.
0: Yeah. it's yeah. worth remembering, though, boys. It's worth remembering while we're on the subjects. William Saliba will have bad games this season.
3: Yeah, of course. Yes, yeah.
0: will have bad games this season. Gabriel will have bad games this season. They, they'll all come up against the type of player that they struggle a bit against. Every player's got a weakness, you know. And if they do have a bad game, that's not a, that's not a reason to be all over them for the next two years on social media. Uh, say they've had a bad game. Let's so hope they improve next week. That's me, you know, because it will happen. You know, but they're not going to be perfect every week. But by God, we've got a team on our hands, haven't we?
1: Mm. Mm. We have. Oh, we really do. Listen, we got four games coming up, including Leicester uh, at uh, three o'clock on Saturday. Wow, uh, it's so early in the day. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll see you. there. I'll see you block five, mate. Cool. Um, then we got Bournemouth away at five thirty, Fulham at home five thirty, and then Villa. I can't remember what time it is. Um, and even, even the games there afterwards, uh, right up until October, I think uh, all of them are very, very, very winnable. What are we thinking about this Leicester game? Um, Albert you know we've got players who have come back in um uh we got players players to um uh to come back into the squad Tommy Asu is available and a few other players are available mm-hmm. so we got some depth in that squad Tierney uh, had some minutes uh, how are you um how are you how are you
3: seeing the lineup change ooh i think first thing is will it change um Leicester uh, that that's an interesting one focus because i think that they're, they're in a bit of a they're in a bit of a strange situation man like they're losing mm. players left right losing left right and center um i mean if Fafana goes wow uh, but we'll see about that um firstly um fergus the place is gonna be rocking on saturday man it's it's three o'clock kickoff and saturday um you know hope and optimism going into the season um I don't think the team will change much, but you never know of Mikel Arteta. You know? <laughs> Let's watch more of documentary, get an insight. But um, I don't think the team will change much. Um, well,
1: Fardi always gives us, gives, um, uh, you know, a go. Uh, Tillemans will play at the Emirates for sure on, on Saturday, maybe in the wrong colours, uh, mm. but we, we don't know which colours, whether it's going to be blue, red, white, whatever. Um, where, where do you see the key threats coming from?
3: From Leicester? Or just hmm. um, I mean the obvious one is um, I didn't see I didn't see much of a game the other day. They what they drew two didn't they? Um, yeah, they up. They're two two zero up. God, the Brentford come back, but I they they look, they've got good players. Obviously, Madison Madison as well is probably the is the most key influential one. Um, they've lost I think um, Pereira again to injury. I mean I feel, I feel sorry for the guy, but um, Harvey Barnes as well. Yeah, yeah, they've got they've got. They've got players that who would have been there who are probably not fit, which would have given us a bit more was given us a bit more problems. But we've got actually got a pretty very we've got a very good record against Leicester at the Emirates anyway. Um I don't I can't remember them winning there many too many times over the years. But um so I'm confident going into the game Fergus, to be honest with you. Um so when I looked at um our run of games like you mentioned the the four after the game against Palace, I'd say we get I said we get 13 points out of 15, but that might be 15 out of 15, hopefully. Um I said we draw against Palace, but yeah, I'm confident going into the game Saturday, mate. Um, I think Arsenal get the job done. I don't think it will be... You know, people say there's no easy games in the Premiership. I understand that statement. But if I'm going by what I've seen of Leicester in terms of coming into this season and the optimism that we're going into this season as well and coming into this game on Saturday, um, I'm confident Arsenal will get the victory for this, mate, to be fair.
1: Okay, um conscious of the time because we've run over that hour that I, I like to stick to the magic hour. Uh, Leicester, give us your score prediction, then Bournemouth, Fulham and Villa. Uh
3: that me uh Leicester, um I think we'll go I think we'll win 2-0. Okay, Bournemouth, Villa, and Fulham? Bournemouth 2-1. Fulham Fulham 2-1. And Villa at
1: and home. 2-0. 2-0. Trev, conscious you've got um, Nancy chomping at your ankles uh, as well. <laughs> Take yourself off mute. Um, what's your thoughts on off mute, mate? Off mute.
0: I'm off yeah, mute. I'm just trying to get a word in when you breathe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Trev, time. Come um,
0: on, then. I think we'll win 4-0, 4-0, 4-0 and 4-0. Okay. I think that or oh, we should beat all four of them teams. Um Leicester, we always have a ding-dong with Leicester, do you remember three or four seasons ago we played them first game of the season at home, beating 4-3 That was, was a crazy cool. game Yeah, yeah, we always have a bit of a ding-dong but we should, there's no reason why we, we shouldn't be confident of winning all of them games You know talking logically, we're probably going to draw, if, if we had three wins in a draw, I'd be over the moon Hmm
1: Hmm, hmm. Alex, uh your um your prediction on
2: uh, Leicester, Bournemouth and Fulham,
1: Hold Villa for a second.
2: Yeah, I'm confident we'll get the victory in all four of the games. I think when you look at Leicester, they're not the side they were 3 4 years ago. Um take injuries into consideration as well. Um I think we'll win comfortably 3-0. <laughs> <Three-nil. laughs> Shout out to Steve in the comment <laughs> in the comments. Um, yeah, so 3 0 against Leicester, and then Bournemouth, I think, will get a scrappy win 2 1. Hmm. Um, yeah, and then Fulham, I think they look very good against Liverpool. Uh, I, I think I think we'll it'll be a tough game, but I think we'll win one or two. Nil
1: and and Villa, um, are we on the beer or are we not on the beer? That's the question because you're 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 back over here, you're you're going to be starting in Essex and uh finishing in Essex.
2: Yeah, I'm coming over for the Villa game. Um, yeah. Very excited. Yeah, bringing over a mate as well for his first game. Yeah. Um, we're going to be staying at Fergus's. So, again, we're getting the Keating treatment, Trev.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm at the Villa game. I'm at the Villa game. Yeah, I this am. This worries me greatly
0: because yeah. are you going to double team at Fergus? Oh, no. Yeah, man, double park. Too much going around my head, that is. Too You're bad. filthy,
1: Trevor. You are absolutely filthy. Well, no, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what Alex made a great impression on Mrs. K she, she loves him to bits She thinks he's a lovely man There we go <laughs> yeah. And uh, actually, uh, Jack's asked Are you coming to the loaf? Obviously Jack's local to us, my local, uh, local pub So uh, we won't be watching the game there. We might do a pre-drink uh, over there So we'll see you, yeah. we'll see you early on, Jack Sure. Um, guys, uh, we've overran. We were going to do the loan watch. Uh, we'll pick that up maybe uh, offline and maybe do something different because um, uh, um, Alex is going to look at all the loany uh, players that we got and see how they're doing, including uh, the aforementioned Nuno Tavares and Baligan, who've both gone out and loan and scored on their debut. Um, as our guest, Albert, tell everybody where
3: they can find you. Vergs Travis, great to see you again. Alex, great to meet you, man. Um likewise. Yes, you can find me people on Albert JTV, loads of stuff on life stories, weekly surgery, reviews, previews. Come and check it out, people.
1: And yeah. Alex, uh, in, in the hot seat now, uh on a, a permanent basis for the first week. Oof. Enjoying it so far.
2: I nah, mean, I'm loving it. I'm loving it getting to speak to different people as well and ooh, in the hot seat now okay yeah <laughs> go, on, Alex, <laughs> go on yeah no, that's better and that was hands-free <laughs> <laughs> no nah, mate i've enjoyed it and it's really good to have trev back as well i've missed him so um good to Mission have you back trev, trev.
0: yeah Thank trevor you, Alex. Thank great you, to Alex, have so you back I mean, I mean do you know what fergus shut up a minute will you I mean, <laughs> It's lightened my load a lot coming on here tonight. I, I, felt, I felt brilliant. Alex, lovely talking to you again, mate. You too. Albert, you know what I think yeah. about you, mate. I don't need to Not say anything trick. else. You're a top man. And Fergus, Thank thanks for letting me come back, mate. I appreciate it very much. Um, just just remember all these t- players we've been talking about, Tierney, Tierney and Zinchenko, White and Tommy Yasu, um, they can all play on the same side. Yeah. And, and be nice to them be nice to them be brilliant to them when they have good games and if they have the odd bad game we should let them be nice to them we've got hmm. a good squad and a good manager well said, well said well said
1: Tre- Trevor it's been excellent having you back I know it's been a tough summer um, and I know uh, this uh, next few months are going to be challenging with you trying to get down to football with train strikes and other stuff uh, going on yeah, yeah, so yeah. um so, you know, you'll be an armchair fan for a while and we can slag you off as not being a real fan. Um, but more importantly, I want to, to wish you and uh, the lovely Donna uh, a belated happy eighth wedding anniversary. Uh, happy anniversary to you, mate. Um, how she's done it, I don't know. Uh, it must be the matter of bird, and sausages, and, uh, you know, don't any distracting whatsoever.
0: The girl's punching, the girl's punching, and you. What? Know <laughs> Go on, Travis.
1: <laughs> uh, and just just before we go, I just want to put this picture up and just say one thing. Thank you for that goal. That's all. Thank you for that goal. Lucas Torreira, you're well Good
0: August. luck. Well yeah. said, Douglas. Bloke deserves a statue for that goal and celebration.
1: <laughs> for that goal, alone, that goal alone, that goal alone. Listen, let's get back in the mood. We'll have uh, a, a, about 40 seconds of this. people we don't ask very often for anybody to do anything we we do this for fun we we you know Trev's now. why team does and... it get
0: me emotional
3: it does me make... how does that get, song get... get me
0: so emotional i could bloody cry it's, ca- <laughs> it's, it's, good, good. Good.
3: it's, it's catching on now it's catching God, on I, love that I like it yeah, yeah, yeah. God,
0: i love our football club just everything about it and you can't play that anymore, Fergus, until I get a tissue, right? It's not <laughs> <obvious>. <laughs> uh,
1: guys, listen, we, we, we don't ask it often. We, we do this for fun. We do it for this. The, I'm, I'm chatting to you for Yes, we see other people in the chat and talking to us, but it's us four friends, us four Arsenal fans, sitting, having a beer, having a chat, talking Arsenal. But we got 683, 684 subscribers. I'd love if we could get to a thousand. You know, yes, that
3: was. People. Make it happen.
1: Uh, Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. We're here every week. We don't do this for 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 money. We do it for love. We do it because we're we're mates, and we're mates with you That are in the in the chat. You that are watching. You are listening on audio as well. Get onto YouTube and just hit the like and subscribe, uh, guys. Thank you very much. We've really overstayed our welcome as we generally do, uh, but I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm really, really, really excited about the new season. Uh, thanks very much. Up the Arsenal. Up
0: the Arsenal. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter
1: at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.